is illumination. As this year is our year that the Lord will be lighting up our paths, that we will make decisions that will be fruitful, make choices that will bring us, bring us increase, not just materially, but spiritually. But we need to do our part to articulate what and what and the direction we're heading to. So we must prayerfully, before the end of this month, present a plan to the Lord. First of all, the first plan has to do with your spiritual life, your work with God. Which areas do you need to invest more in your work with God? Where, where are the areas you are lacking behind? What's the nature of your faith? How much of God do you know? Which area of your life do you need to put together? These are things that you must articulate vividly. Write them out. What steps are you going to take to build yourself up in that dimension? What time are you going to be setting out for prayer? Personal prayer, not group prayer, not family prayer. Your own personal prayer. What time? What is the best time suitable for you to have your quiet time with the Lord, which we call your holy hour? These are things that you must articulate in writing. Where do I need to, you know, where am I heading to in my spiritual journey? By the end of this year, what am I going to present as our achievement spiritually? That being done, but you articulate yourself also on this side of life. What do you intend to achieve this year? In your family, as a family man, as a family woman, in your marriage, your relationship with your children. When we talk about the family units, what do you intend to achieve in your family units? Look into your family. Your career dimension, what are you intending to achieve in your career? What are your expectations? What are your dreams? What are your visions? What challenges are you going to face? <laughs> what success do you want to record? But what you don't look for will not look for you. You don't know that? What you don't look for will not look for you. So articulate them. Write them down. Don't say it's my head. Write them down. Let it, be, let it be a blueprint. Then you take a day of prayer. Go to Jesus. Say, Lord, this is what I feel. This is my dream. This is what I want to achieve this year. You wait for him to vet it. If you sit down there and read those things out to him loud, say, Jesus, hey, number one, this, 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 this. Then you say, Lord, I present to you. What is your opinion? And you keep quiet. Wait upon him. He will say that if there are things to be amended, he will tell you. If there are things you have forgotten, he will remind you. He will, he will flash in your mind. This area, this area. You will see the red light there. Because the major problem of our lives are the mistakes of the past. 
and there is no vivid action we take to to change them. So we keep being the same mistake, expecting the a new result. No, it doesn't work like that. But at the end of it all, you now lay before him. As you pray there, you will know that he has blessed it. At least before I am executing this, I show the Lord. You will see that as time goes on, you will, by the word of God, will start speaking to you. you. Each time you come to prayer, you know what you are coming to pray about. And you can't achieve those things without enemies contending with you. The devil will rise against you. That pillars anti-success will come against you. You will fight in your mind. You will bring circumstances and situations to see that those things you are fitting down and that has blessed will not come to pass. That's where you need the word of God every day to inject into you your spirit, the energy to keep pushing and achieve those things you have agreed with the Lord for the year. I've set my mind that this year is going to be years of testimonies of testimonies. I've set my mind already. I'm investing in it greatly. And so I was also keen to that. If the Lord said this is the year of illumination, that means we shall see more. That's what it means. We just to work it out. And His grace will substantiate it. Today's word. I'm so blessed by some passage of scripture saying that I'm using to feed my own plants already. And each day, wait upon that word that will feed your heart. That's the manure. That's the energy. That powers the plants as laid before you. Man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God on a daily basis. So that's how you chart the course of your spiritual life and your physical life every day. And you see the hand of God involved in the things you do. If you don't plan to succeed, definitely you have planned to what? Fail. Refusing to plan to succeed is equivalent to what? Planning to fail. I just want a mighty fall. I'm so blessed today by the paragraph of the first reading that says, Therefore, from one man and him as good as dead. Wow. Were born descendants as many as the stars of heaven and as the innumerable grains of sand by the seashore. With God, there's no failure. With God, there's no hopelessness. Even if the case is a dead case, God can make out of it miraculously things different. You may be written off. You may feel that, ah, my life is finished. God can make out of that your life is finished. Something that even those who think they have, what God will come out of you will even surpass it theirs. There's no hopelessness in God. There's no hopelessness. I love the language of scripture say, one man and him as good as dead. That means truly the man was really, really, <laughs> his own case has finished. Abraham was 100 years old. Go and see a 100 years old man. What is left of him? Nothing. No strength. All the organs are almost dying off. I'm sure if he put food in his mouth, he can't even taste it again. Can you imagine? But out of him, not just one son, but a nation was born out. What is God saying? 
Your life and success is not about how intelligent you are. I have what it takes. You don't have what it takes. What you have that I can make of it is in the hand of God. And so God can change every situation. And then secondly, if you continue on that same paragraph, he says, these all died in faith. Mention the names of all that have acted by faith. Said they all died in faith, not having received what was promised. I thought that when you have faith, you must have results. But the Bible says they all died in faith. That means they have faith, not having received what was promised. This is teaching me something new. That I ask for something and it not come does not mean I don't have faith. But I went further. He says, "But having seen it, oh, it means they saw it." Even though they didn't receive it, haven't seen it and greeted it from afar, meaning they acknowledged it. He says, and having acknowledged that there are there were strangers and exiles on the earth. What does the word have to say here? Amen. Amen. They trusted God for breakthrough. They trusted God for victory. They believed God for blessings. And they saw it in faith that God has answered. They say, God, to even show you how much we love you, keep it. If you don't want it here, please give it to us when we cross over. You don't catch this. You didn't get it. Let me take it again. They prayed for things. And in the spirit of faith, they saw that God answered them spiritually. And once God answers anything spiritually, definitely you will get His word physically, right? Now, instead of them to wait for the thing to manifest and they start going around to say, Oh, God has answered us. So they say, God, now that you have answered us, please keep it there. Don't bring it to physically again. Keep it for us until we cross over to show you how much we love you. It will take time. It will take time. <laughs> eh? Sure. Because what God gives is eternal. And they realize that they are strangers in this. That's this why should I come and build my house here? God, leave it to for me here. They are praying for him. These people, they are not asking for just material things. They are asking for eternal things, eternal realities. Okay, let me say for instance now, death. In the face of death, they prayed for salvation, for deliverance. And God answered them and said, I will save you. They are not saying, don't even save us. Eh? Keep it. Keep the grace of that salvation. We are coming over. We will come there, bless us. The glory of that answer prayer. It takes a dimension of understanding to catch this. And so, I have the right to even tell God, my answer prayer, keep it, is a further way of expressing your faith deeper. When we have issues that many of us don't even see it in the spirit. In our advanced Bible class, there was time I was teaching that Anytime you pray earnestly and fervently, God answers you. He drops the seed of that request in your soul. 
Everybody just said, if you ask for anything, he said, believe you have it, and then it shall be yours. What about English is that? He said, believe you have it, and then it shall be yours. But if you don't believe you have it, it can never be yours. But you and I will wait to see it first before we believe it's ours. But God is saying, believe is you have it already. And then it shall be yours. How do you, each time you pray for a thing, God gives you the answer. Your soul tests this in the spirit. So you must be able to see what God deposits in your spirit, in your soul. Even though physically it has you're not saying. But you are too sure it has come. And as long as in your soul, one day it will surely what? Come out. Because whatever enters your soul must show up in your life. It's a matter of time. So that's what they're telling God now that all those things you have answered us in our soul. Oh God, keep them. Don't allow them to materialize here. We are coming over. Keep the glory for us in general life after. So they are now no longer living just by faith. They have gone beyond the realms of faith. I'm so blessed by that. So even when I pray for things and I don't see them, it doesn't make any sense. I don't need to show you the testimony of my prayer it will make you know that has answered me. And if our God can deal with a man who is 100 years old, as good as dead, out of him a nation came out, child of God, never be hopeless. Either in your own personal life, in the life of your children, in your journey of faith, always remember what God is able and can do even to the utmost bounds of the earth. We pray at this Mass that the intercession of St. Thomas Aquinas, who had this kind of faith and engaged himself beyond measure and used his talent as a very intelligent academician to advance the cause of the kingdom. He saw there was a better life than this place. And as a young priest, as a bishop, he made great impact by using his academic life to communicate the faith, communicate the faith. And almost 60% of his writings are the things that they're using to teach us in the seminary. He engaged himself and he lived for a better life. That was intercession. All of us will discover our space in God with the plans that we make known to him, advance the cause of his kingdom in our daily lives through Christ our Lord. Amen.